Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Joining me in the studio is Melissa Tio, the uh, chief marketing officer of MyDoc.com, and Teg Wan Hin, who is the founder and global chief creative officer of TGH Collective. Today we're talking about MyDoc.com. And um, Melissa, let's why don't we go right to you and, and give us a give us an overview of what MyDoc.com is. It is so topical right now with our COVID nineteen environment that we're living in. First of all, good morning and welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good and good morning, Guan. Hey, hey, Glenn. Nice yeah. to see you. <laughs> uh, so, Melissa, yes, please tell us uh, tell us more about MyDoc.com. What is the what is the purpose of it? Okay, so MyDoc is actually a digital healthcare platform, hmm. and we aim to deliver the right care at the right time to patients. So what we do in, in a simple um, description is we connect patients to team of allied healthcare professionals, and that could range from licensed uh, general practitioners to um, dietitians to psychologists and so on. Great. And... and so that anybody, you don't have to belong to a certain healthcare uh, system, right, to to take part in this. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So we work with insurance companies. We have quite a number of strategic partnerships with large insurance uh, companies in this region. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, through them, offer employees of uh, corporations, MNC companies that operate within Asia, employee benefits programs that include digital healthcare um, as part of the uh, benefits to their employees, where yeah. the employees can then access healthcare very easily, outpatient care specifically, and they're able to speak to a doctor anytime they want, wherever work or life may take them. Yeah, give us a, give us an example of, of uh, maybe a recent case that you heard of, or maybe how you've, you even used it yourself. How, how does it actually work in reality? So in reality, so for example, one of the services we have today is uh, through the Guardian pharmacists Mm. who are online 24-7 in Singapore. So you, Glenn, you could actually go onto the app now and ask any questions you would like to ask to a pharmacist, and they'll be able to assist you within 20 minutes. It's a, like a Q&A channel that's open all the time. Mm-hmm. If you were to travel outside of Singapore, say you hop over and you go to Malaysia for a short trip, you can still access that service and ask whatever questions you like, and they'll answer you. I, I've tried this service even at 2 in the morning, and I've had some cheeky friends who tried it even later than that. Is that right? Somebody's always answering the questions. And it's not an AI response. It's an actual it's person? It's an actual person. It's a licensed uh, professional who does that. Yeah, that's, and that might be more surprising than anything else, right? Yeah. In this day and age or where everything seems to be going to an AI uh, chatbot. And this is a, a homegrown Singaporean app or yes, product? It, yep. It was established in 2012 yeah. by two founders mm. who are both medical doctors, um, Dr. Snahal and Dr. Vass. And it was uh, established in uh, NTU as part of the uh, NTU, and uh, I think it was NTU TIFF program, very much homegrown. And it's mm. been part of the MOH sandbox for quite a while. Yeah. By one of the earliest uh, companies established that's still around. There are a lot of online sort of medical um, resources that people can use. And, and uh, we think of, I think of WebMD, for example, one of the early advisors uh, that you could get online. Is, is there, a, is there a, a big difference between some of those and what MyDoc.com is doing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. How so? WebMD is more of a passive information type of uh, website. You go there, you read general information that would apply to anyone. Mm-hmm. 
MyDoc is a service. Um, it's an outpatient service, and it's so therefore the um, advice that you receive is personal. You ask personal questions. You get diagnosed by a licensed physician mm. um, based on your case, yeah. based on your lifestyle, based on your health uh, results. Yeah, interesting. Speaking with uh, Melissa Tio, who is the chief marketing officer for MyDoc.com, a digital healthcare platform, uh, Singaporean, homegrown. And also Tae Guan Hin, who is the founder and global chief creative officer for TGH Collective. And Guan, you've been helping uh, MyDoc.com recently in light of the uh, uh, COVID-19 um, health uh, issues that we've been having here. What role have you been playing with them? Yeah, it's really interesting. So what we did was, um, obviously fear is now everywhere. It's spread even to all our daily lives. Mm. And we really wanted to come together as creative community to um, create a very simple Facebook post to trigger and to identify some of these issues. So for example, I mean, we've got some lines that we've written that says, before the coronavirus attacks the lungs, it invades the mind. Yeah, so isn't, we wanted, that, isn't that yeah, true, right? It's very, very true. <laughs> and someone really quoted it on a Facebook post too. Yeah. So we really wanted to not address the fears, but to also give some sort of a solution. So don't worry yourself sick, because I think telemedicine has a role to play in our lives in, in a way that we could maybe avoid standing in line with the other patients and mm-hmm. go online and, you know, and be able to identify some of the symptoms that people have. So, you know, someone can actually just sit at home if they if they got a cough and fever and chills and think, oh no, what if I've got, you know, COVID-19? Mm-hmm. But they can just get online, uh, chat with one of your uh, registered physicians and see if they should even just go to the hospital or not, you know, based on what the symptoms are. Is, is that pretty much the way it is, Melissa? Yeah, absolutely. This clinic was set up actually within 48 hours when Guan Hin and I sort of realized, hey, there's this fear spreading pretty fast and it seems to be spreading faster than the virus itself Mm. can we do something about it so he called me and he said what do you think can you guys do something about this and i said absolutely yes we can set up a clinic within 24 hours and in fact we did within a day we did set it up but we had to go through our checks you know talk to moh and so on our own clinical team to make sure everything was okay before we launched it so we announced it after 48 hours and the way it works is yeah absolutely if somebody is feeling like they've got some flu kind of symptom but isn't sure is this something that i should be you know very concerned about is it just a general regular cold they can come online and just find out without having the good then march out to a virus infected area you Mm. know if they were to be carrying the coronavirus that that may be a fear that they will pass it on to someone else because they're in a public area so what this does is it prevents people from having to travel having to expose themselves to it and to expose others to it yeah, if they have it. Of course, is what we want to avoid at yeah. all costs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Guan, you've had quite mm. a good success with the social media campaign yes. in this. Yeah. And tell us, uh, you, you mentioned a little bit more about some of the um, uh, some of the creative work that you exactly. did with it. But mm-hmm. give us a little bit more insight sure, into sure, the creative sure. side of this. So when Melissa was tearing her hair crazy in coming up with the clinic, uh, <laughs> I was also trying to get a creative community happening to help us with this whole initiative. Mm. So I got together Eugene Cheong, I've got Patrick Lowe, Ko Wee Peng, Justin Lim, Uma, Eileen Troy, and a few key creative community yeah. to contribute into these wonderful lines that they've um, been, you know, been posting. And so far, it's been um, 
great response. We've got um, you know queries from international. Japan has featured our campaign. But I think the most important thing is that in this time of need, from a creative community, we wanted to contribute back in terms of how we could help. And you know to get people you know to to at least cure your fears, and that's one thing that we have done, and I think it's been pretty successful. Yeah, how do you? I mean, how do you judge the success of that? How do you judge what you know if it is helping to calm people's uh, maybe sometimes irrational fears mm-hmm. about things? Um, I think one of the things is um, is to identify with them, right? I mean, I mm-hmm. think we need to keep our sort of um, creative relevant. And also very relatable. Hmm. Um, calming people's fears, I think it's something that, um, I mean, this, this campaign won't do justice. I think it's the whole community all coming together. And when people start talking about it on social media and people start identifying it, hmm. we, send, we, we tend to be able to feel empathy. And I think this brand and what we're trying to do, hope to, feel, uh, hope to build that empathy that's able to connect with their audience. Yeah, Melissa, and we're speaking with Melissa Tio, who is the Chief Marketing Officer of MyDoc.com, and Taekwon Hin, who is uh, doing a lot of the creative, uh, uh, spearheading the creative effort uh, digitally for that. Uh, but Melissa, when we, when we think about the business point of view uh, for this, you know, this mydoc.com is is able to take away some of the inefficiencies of our current medical healthcare um, uh, environment. Um, tell us more about that and and how um, this is in a business sense becoming a more valuable uh, platform for people. Mm. Well, okay. We, in, when the coronavirus outbreak happened, I think when we observed what was going on in social media, both on the personal side as well as the business side, it was pretty apparent that. There were two two things that were happening, right? People who were just generally afraid of what's happening and mm. feeling helpless were starting to panic, and, and it was causing out-of-stock situations, you know. Yeah. And then the healthcare workers who were deep in the middle of it trying to help the situation were getting quite tired and exhausted because they've been working 24-7. Sure. Some people have their own family lives too and young children and so on, yet they have to go to the hospital and work. And so this there was quite a bit of... Um, I guess, weariness as well as uh, anxiety happening at the same time. And then there were others who were healthy and fine and took a much stronger position in trying to help the situation by literally running out, getting food and sending it over to the healthcare workers and so on. But these were indirect um, ways of assisting the situation. For us, it's more about how do we use technology to enable people to support the situation, people mm. who are healthy but are not healthcare workers, mm-hmm. people who are healthcare workers, how do they increase capacity without adding costs to it? So how do we activate private GPs who have the ability, the clinical training to, to support, but they can't move around fast yeah. enough, right? Yeah. So that's really what we're bringing to the table. And, you know, economically, that's obviously a huge impact, right? Businesses have slowed down, events have gotten cut back and so on. You know, the, the sooner we get this under control, we're using what we can, the, the better. Yeah. Is this available or, or primarily targeted just towards Singap- a Singaporean uh, community or what does it work, uh, you know, around the region or around the globe? We started here, but we actually have a regional footprint. My doc actually exists in seven other markets and yeah. we are actually working with some of the partners to activate the other countries. Obviously, different local regulations need to be taken into account so the pace at which we are able to move with local ministries of health varies country by country but our technology we could switch that on 24 hours anywhere yeah what do your downloads look like right now how many how many users do you think you have 
We've increased by 32 times uh, during the first weekend that we that we <laughs> wow that we launched. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. looked at honestly. I haven't looked at the numbers today yeah. in the last two days, yeah. but it's increased quite a bit. Yeah, and and business model wise, is it an advertising uh, type? You know, how, how are you making your money off uh, off the off the app? We work with different insurance providers. They're the ones that support the the service. So they pay pay for platform licensing fees, integration fees. Um, they pay for consultation fees. So it depends on how the uh, clients decide to work with us. So we're a B two B platform. Got it. So each company has its own strategy, and, and yeah. we will work with them differently. Is, is it a white label thing as well? Can you brand it for different insurance companies as well? Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah, nice. Oh, that's great. Sounds like you've really thought of everything. Well, well wasn't me. <laughs> There's a huge team of people who've thought about a lot of things, and you know, yeah. people like Guan Hin have been an um, incredible contribution to what we've done, and, yeah. and the team behind him. I mean, they've been absolutely amazing. Wow, the app is mydoc.com. dot com. I guess it's the website actually. Uh, and then is the is the app available in in uh, Android and Apple, yep. and yep. obviously everybody yep. can iOS, get it. iOS, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and Android. Great. Melissa Tio, CMO of MyDoc.com. Thank you very much. And Taekwon Hin, founder of Global Chief Creative Officer, TGH Collective. Thanks to you both for coming on and, and continued success with, with MyDoc. I hope it continues to help a lot of people. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks, Thanks for the support. Glenn. Great to have you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.